0: Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last days prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. For many years, Pastor J.D. has ended his prophecy updates with the ABCs of Salvation. Recently, he started sharing but-God stories. These are stories about how God has shown up in impossible circumstances that give us hope and deepen our faith in these trying times. Listen today and be encouraged. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November 21st, 2021.
1: We have an online member. she's a physician, she delivers babies, and she says, "I, I will never allow these babies to be given what they call as the vitamin K." Oh, it sounds great. Hey, vitamin K. I'll, t- I'll take some of that. It's a vaccine at birth before the immune system has even been developed at birth. They're vaccinated. On the mainland, I had the plan on this, but maybe I'm supposed to. On the mainland, my first church that I planted, we had this family. Dear friends of ours, by the way, to this day, just dear friends. They did not vaccinate any of their children, and they were excoriated. You're one of those. And I remember their kids, because they were with our kids in the children's ministry growing up in the church, and they were sick. And everybody's like, well get them vexed, they won't be sick. Well here's the thing, it's a good thing they got sick, because that was their immune system beginning to build. Now today they're grown, they're adults, they are so healthy. No disorders no asthma, ADHD. I say this lovingly, compassionately, no autism, no nothing, because they never allowed their babies to be injected with who knows what. I'm a former vaxxer. Don't label me that. Don't put me into that classification, because then that pits me against you, and them against them, us against them. I'm a former vaxxer. You change the narrative. You change the complexion of that. All right, number five, what if my employer questions my exemption letter as just being a mass produced online form letter that anyone can get. We actually had this happen a couple weeks ago. So an employer goes to our website and requests an exemption letter at jdfrog.org and gets it within 36 hours, and then uses it against the employee, and says to the employee, this letter, pff, anybody can get it. Here's mine, which is interesting, by the way, because in order for him to get that letter, he had to check a box that says, I am a born again believer in and follower of Jesus Christ. Oh, praise the Lord, you got saved then. He did it in spite. He did it to use it against the employee. So the employee reaches out to us, their online members, to say, what do I say to this? Here's the short answer. You are a member of a church that, while located in Hawaii, is global in its reach. Now we're going to take it further. You can use the following email as a template to write your own response in your own words. And so I'm going to read this and it'll be available on the site. This was taken from our response to this employer who did that. And we just got the email, in fact I think it was on Friday, from the members saying they accepted it and thank you very much. So here's basically what we said we reformatted it. Again it needs to be in your words to whom it may concern. This email is in regards to the religious exemption letter I obtained from the website jdforog.org. J.D. Farag is the founding and senior pastor of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe in Hawaii, and I am what is affectionately referred to as an online member of this church, which is a global ministry as well as a local congregation. While they do not have a formal church membership, Anyone who watches the online services of the church and or is subscribed to the YouTube channel or the website is considered a member, whether locally or globally. In regards to the website, jdfarog.org, exemption request letter on the webpage, kindly allow me to explain. Calvary Chapel Kaneohe currently has approximately 300,000 followers and subscribers on YouTube and their website. When they first announced that they would make these religious exemption letters available, their small staff was quickly inundated with thousands of requests which they were not ready for. As such, They utilized the services of the Master's Touch print and mail, who agreed to create a web page to facilitate what at last count was approximately 100,000 requests. This after Pastor Farag had personally signed hundreds Of requests initially. Simply put, they underestimated the size of their global ministry in this respect. Further, they have provided everyone with supporting documents and even set up a separate link on the site for members needing additional support. Also, they are keenly aware that there are those who are quote gaming the system, as it were by virtue of the above-mentioned web page and volume of requests. However, I can assure you that I am in no way doing this. Sadly, there will always be those who take advantage of a genuine effort to help and support people. Be that as it may, I am one of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people all over the world, who are refusing this injection for the religious reasons stated in said exemption letter. I will assume that this email has sufficed in verifying the authenticity of my church membership and the validity of the exemption letter, as well as the biblical basis upon which the request was submitted. Respectfully, and then put your name. One last thing on this. You can go to our support center by way of the resources drop-down menu. It will take you to the support center where you'll see the exemption letters tab there in the right bottom corner. Our amazing staff is going to keep this updated for you moving forward. And any way that we can help you, we will absolutely help you. All we ask is that you just be patient with us. We are a very small (laughs) staff and ministry, and um, uh, it's all the Lord. It's all the Lord. Okay, I want to end the way we began concerning the paramount importance of Bible prophecy now being like no other time in human history. At the risk of an oversimplification Prophecy in the Bible describes with precision accuracy everything that is happening globally. And how far you are able to go with this and the opportunities that the Lord presents you to you for this, seize that opportunity. Even if you're on the receiving end of a letter... That was something, wasn't it? It may very well be that their mind's already made up. And that's okay. You don't think the Lord knows that? You know, it may very well be that God's closing that door. But we always say, I know it's cliche. I I hate that it's cliche. But God never closes a door without opening up a better one. Maybe God has something better for you. And lest one think that any response to something as antagonistic as that is in vain, it's not, because the word of the Lord never returns void. Can I just say this lastly before we close with the gospel and the ABCs of salvation? I do have a couple of testimonies, if you just... Bear with me. Bible prophecy today is, I believe, the most powerful tool we have to reach the lost. And it could, again, be something so simple as just saying, you know, this whole COVID thing, however you want to refer to it, the Bible foretold it. What do you mean? Hey, Take them to Revelation eighteen twenty three, and explain to them that this is a prophecy about every nation on earth being deceived. Do you want to know how they were deceived and what they were deceived by? Oh, they were deceived by sorceries. You know what that word sorceries means? Well, it's the Greek word pharmakia, where we get our English word for pharmaceutical. This was prophesied in the Bible that at the time of the end the whole world, every nation on earth would be deceived by a pharmaceutical deception. Hello! This is why we do these updates and have been for years. It's why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ and the ABCs of salvation which is just a childlike explanation of salvation. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, otherwise you're not interested in a Savior. Unless and until you acknowledge that you've sinned, why would you be interested in, a, in the Savior? Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death. This is the bad news first. But, here's the good news, The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B. Very simply and centrally, might I add, is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And as Romans 10, 9, and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. It could be said that it's not just as simple as ABC, it's actually simpler. It's as simple as B, believe. And when you believe, what comes as a result is this expression of calling upon the name of the Lord. As Romans ten nine and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Not might, could, should, will be saved. And here's why for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And Romans 10.13 lastly says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will, will, will be saved. It's so simple. It's childlike simple. I actually have three, if you don't mind, Three but-God testimonies that I think will be an encouragement to you. The first... Hey Pastor JD, I wanted to share with you how your ministry has blessed me and my family. I am active duty military stationed in North Carolina, and we have been following your ministry since we watched that wonderful documentary, Before the Wrath, back in April 2020. As you are well aware, the military is forcing the COVID jab on all active duty members unless a religious accommodation is approved at the major command level which is essentially my boss's 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 boss that's up there i've been in the military for over 15 years and my rejection of this mandatory jab could possibly have me removed from the military but god i've submitted my religious accommodation paperwork along with the religious exemption letter from your ministry thank you and I am waiting to hear what the Air Force is going to do with me. Unvaccinated service members are really frowned upon by higher leadership because we are considered non-deployable, meaning we can't travel on official military orders at all. My family and I are trusting God with our future if I am removed from the military. However, this process has warranted me the opportunity to share the gospel with people I would have never been able to reach. I've been able to share my faith with medical personnel at my unit that I rarely engage with. I have also had the opportunity to share my faith with my commander, and included multiple Bible verses in my religious accommodation paperwork, where I included the imminent return of Jesus Christ, My paperwork is going to be read by many high-ranking individuals within my chain of command, and I am believing God that someone will get saved because of it. I will continue to stand for what I believe and trust in God, and lean not to my own understanding. I want to thank you for standing up for the truth, for your prophecy updates that I listen to faithfully every week. Your ministry has been a blessing to my life, and has set me on fire for Christ again. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you in glory. Maranatha Tony. Praise the Lord. This second one, she writes, I work at Haywood Regional Medical Center in Waynesville, North Carolina. I used your letter and added a bunch of other verses as we had to fill out a two-page form. I accidentally sent my request to the president of the entire hospital organization, and I was called to the local CEO's office. He was angry with me for sending my letter to the president. I explained that I, I thought I was sending it to the corporate human resources person, and did not mean to bother the president. I then started to evangelize. And for a long-winded conversation I was on and on, Jesus this, Jesus that. I thought, I'm going to get fired. So (laughs) I let the CEO have some Jesus. My exemption was accepted that day. Perhaps it was because I was so bold as I prayed before I went into the office. Perhaps it was because, and I want you to listen to this, I treated him as if he was a Christian, translated respectfully, and told him, listen to this, I would step aside for another employee if there was only a percentage of exemptions he could accept. Either way, it worked. Thank you so much and God bless all you do. I was also able to help so many more with the information in your letter, and I have been emboldened at work and talk about my faith all the time now. Yeah, praise the Lord. (laughs) Okay, this third one. Aloha Pastor JD and Calvary Chapel Kaneohe from Central Florida. I am an RN of 35 years serving, as I believe, our Lord's calling upon my life. This week it was my turn. I received the company email to take the first hokey pokey (laughs) by by 12-6-21, or submit an exemption request. I knew this day would come and immediately requested a letter for religious exemption from your office the very same day, you so graciously offered it. I submitted my request on Thursday knowing full well that it might be denied and that I would be out of a job without income or medical insurance by next month. But God. I work in a department where there are only four of us out of about 40 to 50 employees that have refused. I sense all eyes are upon us. What will they do? will they be terminated? I received my reply yesterday. This was last week I want to say. Approved. Now, two of the other three have approached me asking me how I got my request approved. <laughs> so glad you asked. An open door. God has used this as an opportunity for me to witness Hallelujah, mahalo nui loa, for the support and encouragement I receive from my online church every week, and the link to the AvoiceForTruth.com website. I have shared their web address and yours with several people already. I am grateful that my job is secure. Sad, however, because many healthcare workers' jobs are not. May we continue to lift them up in prayer, and may these mandates be stalled or even better, overturned. Maranatha, a sister in Christ. Psalm 46, verse one. Yes, praise the Lord. I don't think we have any idea this side of the rapture. How many people we're going to see in heaven because of COVID? Because of this, man, men are for evil. <laughs> but God, as only He can, men it for good for the salvation of many this day. I just wonder, and please as the Lord puts this on your heart, pray for those 100,000 letters, the recipients of those letters, and all of those that will read and review those letters. Pray for their salvation. I wonder how many people are going to come to Christ just because of that, just because of that. They're going to get saved just because of this. What was meant for evil, but God minute for good. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. (laughs) Father in heaven, thank you so much. Wow, just wow. (laughs) Uh, The intensity of it all is just yet another indication like we need another one (laughs) of just how close we are to that trumpet. Lord, I pray that this creates within us that much needed urgency as we just read in these testimonies about this fire being lit and this boldness that comes from the power of the Holy Spirit indwelling us and empowering us. Lord, we do need that holy boldness. When you present that opportunity and they ask us the questions, Lord, that we would have the answer. You're the answer, Jesus. You're the answer. You're our only answer. Answer, Jesus, your only hope, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come quickly, Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mid-East Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for truth from God's word right here on In Spirit and Truth.